This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on America's most entertaining, informative, long-running local radio show. And this hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And our goal is to provide really good local information and a few things to think about. You probably wonder, okay, that's a little different introduction than normal. Usually I just say the Valley's most informative radio show. But this time I said America's most entertaining, informative, long-running local radio show, which proves if you throw enough adjectives in there, you can be number one. (laughs) And today we have our guest here, our number one guest for today. Correct. There's the adjectives coming in. (laughs) Rip Havdi of Real Brokers. Brokers. Correct. All right. Um, And no stranger to this show. No, sir. Been on before. Enjoy it very much. like talking to the uh, public about real estate. Yeah, yeah, this is good. So, and, and maybe that's a way that we can be of value yes. to the public is giving them some really good information. And today we're going to jump into this discussion on um, is real a estate crash matters. coming? Yeah. It, it is, has the market shifted? Because uh, we got some great local stats to give to you. We do. We have a great market here. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe a little different than other places that's how this show got started 14 years ago um john and katie oslin saw some graphs that we had at a home home show right and he said wow those graphs are totally different than what i read in the newspaper this morning yeah and then we're going to go over some different things that people are hearing as well yeah different graphs but you know websites instead of graphs we sure are hearing a lot Yes, about sir. real estate now everybody's everybody's a expert ah yeah but that's why you want to talk to your local experts right see there goes the adjective <laughs> <laughs> that qualifies us rip yeah we're a local expert <laughs> yeah. all right so how i before we get into all that i want to ask you yep how can a realtor be of value to their client well first let's even back it up even further <clears throat> California, California Association of Realtors is the main lobby group that helps protect homeowner rights and property values in the state of California. Every realtor that's in California participates in California Association of Realtors, and that um, almost guarantees that we are protecting the homeowner's rights as best we can against government actions that would be negative to homeowner rights and property values. So I think that's the biggest thing that a realtor can do for the homeowner right now. So we just got done voting and a major low turnout. But folks, we need to vote um, so we can help save our country or turn it in the direction you want it to go. But as far as real estate goes in the Central Valley, you have great local realtors that look out for the best interest and I might say a fiduciary responsibility of taking utmost care of their clients, including the sellers and the buyers. All right, and I even know where he got that that verbiology correct it, it was right off of the agency disclosure form That's right good one <laughs> all right um and you know property rights home ownership is why so many people want to get ahead 
I recently had an experience where I asked somebody why they moved to Fresno. And she said, because <clears throat> we want to own a home. Yeah. And, and that just reverberated to me, that desire to be a homeowner, that they would pick up the roots from where they were, move to a place where they could attain that. And, uh, yeah. Well, still, Fresno is still a great value, and the Central the Central Valley is still a great value in the state of California. Now, it is uh, getting out of reach for a lot of folks. I'm sure we're going to hit on that a little bit later for the affordability uh, factor that's out there right now. But uh, we just have to keep plugging at it, and there's going to be things that will come across that will help um, people get into their first home. Millennials are finally coming out, uh, buying. We'll touch on that again a little bit as well, so... You know, on this very show, we talked a few years ago about where are the millennial buyers? Yep. They're still at home. They are still at home. <laughs> but but no, now they're now, now they're, they're coming, coming out. out. Yeah, but a lot of them are still at home. So um, I have a lot of friends I talk to who still have the, the millennials still at home. And it's uh, we'll, we'll talk about a lot of this as well as we get through the program here. But the rising rents in Fresno, our area, um, that's a big factor for a lot of why a lot of people are, are staying home. I do see a lot of kids now are trying to better themselves, get a better job. So I'm real happy for that as far as education goes, and that's going to help the housing market as well. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to that. How can realtors be of value to, let's say, let me specify to a home seller? Okay, perfect. Yeah, this is, depends on the market, right? Yeah. All right. Sellers. Okay. The best thing that the uh, sellers can do would be to consult a local real estate agent. And I want to hyperemphasize local. You want a local agent in your local neighborhood. Um, the out of the area re re realtors great. Maybe even a, a relative. That's great. But you want a local relative, local realtor that has their ha their hand on the pulse of that market. It's very critical and it's crucial right now. That's the best thing a realtor can, they could do is find a local realtor. He or she is going to give them the advice on the current market stats, the trends, um, what they need to do to improve their home, any disclosures that might be in that uh, local neighborhood, which could be anything from seismic, uh, uh, could be um, radon gas, it could be munitions, I mean, it could be environmental, it could be anything. That's why we have our hand on that. Second thing is the value. The sellers right now, they want the maximum value for their home. And some of them are still pricing way over what they think the house, what the house will sell for. Uh, we still see some good things on that, but the, the, the professional real estate agent can bring the seller back in to a price that's gonna sell the house at maximum price for them and, and achieve a, a closing. Okay, I got an off-the-wall question for you, Rip. You're probably thinking, Don, all of them. Always has off-the-wall questions. So. <laughs> yeah. That makes the but, show great. All right, so the market's hot. Sellers know that things can sell quickly, usually inside of a week. Correct. Um, but yet, I see very, very few for sale by owners. Correct. Why Why is that? Wouldn't sellers be thinking, well, hey, it's I can just do this myself. It's easy. Well, we also see that people that have tried to do a for sale by owner actually actually call an agent. About 80% of the for sale by owners actually call a real estate agent after they attempt. It's not as easy as you think. Besides that, they don't have all the training and the disclosures that the seller needs in the state of California to protect themselves from um, litigation down the road. 
because the buyer in the state of California is, is owed some disclosures. And if the seller doesn't have an agent, they don't get the right disclosures. Yeah. And the right guidance. Yeah. And uh, Guidance is the main thing, but real estate also is protection. So we help protect the buyer and the seller in case anything should happen. So let's go to pricing. Um, how can the realtor be of value to the seller in pricing? Because, you know, that seller is going to have to pay a commission. Sure. Now, that's a great question because we have access um, to all the information that, that we need to provide an accurate and decisive market analysis for that seller. And to get a pulse on the market. And the pulse. The local market. I mean, it's huge. I mean, the local market. I mean, our agents, we drive around the neighborhood. We look, we preview homes. We see what's going on with the closings. And the um, agent is not the competition with the seller. It's the neighborhood. That's your local competition. Um, if we're going to do an arm wrestling match with 103 Main Street, we need to look at 105 that just sold. Because that's going to be what the appraisal is going to look at. And most of our agents are experienced enough that they know how to even interpret the appraisal, what the appraiser is going to look at on value. Let's say they have a three-car garage instead of a two-car garage. That adds more value. But if they have a three-bedroom house with a den, it's not the same as a four-bedroom house as far as the appraisals go. So there's value aspects, and that's what the the uh, professional realtor can do for the home, the seller. How about... How, how do we define local? Because my license is good for all of California. That's correct. And my relatives in Riverside County wanted yep. to uh, buy a home. Yep. Am I qualified? Well, that's yeah, a you're tough question. No, you are qualified to sell a home in the state of California with our Department of Real Estate license, right? Now, are, and are we doing the utmost care for our client by driving to Riverside, Sacramento for a buyer? That's going to be tough because we don't know the market. Personally, I would refer to a local agent. Um, selling it, I know a lot of agents, they will list a property, but I will see, I will, right now it's a detriment, I believe personally, if the agent doesn't belong to the local association of realtors. Okay, let's hone in on that one. Yeah. Where my cousins in Riverside County want to list their home, and I'm thinking, hey, for under a thousand bucks, I can go join their MLS. Mm-hmm. throw it in the MLS, mm-hmm. and what's wrong with that that scene? We still don't know the pulse of that local neighborhood. Now, a lot of people, they think they do. They'll, they'll do a website uh, search on the address, and they'll get three or four different opinions. But as a professional real estate agent, we even go a step further, which those sites don't have access to or don't use when they're doing their calculations for their estimates. So a lot of agents that I know will do, they'll, they'll, block, they'll join the California MLS, the statewide MLS, and think that that's okay. I still think that we're doing utmost care. We need to refer that off to a local listing agent. Yeah, and even though I'm asking you these off-the-wall questions, I'm a big believer in that. Yep. Um, I don't know where the uh, valuable neighborhoods are, yeah. the uh, um or even just some of the negotiating things, uh, like who pays the escrow fees. Correct, and it's that. different. Fresno County is different than uh, Madera County mm-hmm. on those fees. Up in the mountains is different. So it's a whole different way of life, how they handle things. You get, and different disclosures too. We're not gonna know the disclosures for Riverside versus Fresno. Here, here's a good one you, when you mentioned Madera County. How about if I sell a property up in the, the mountains yep. or the foothills of Madera County and all of a sudden the client calls up and said, 
I can't do this. The fire insurance is quadruple what it would have been yes. what I was paying in Fresno. That mm-hmm. would take me by surprise. But if I have local expertise, yes, no surprise. Or if you've done some business up there, you you know how to handle that. Which uh, people listening to the radio need to. If you're thinking about moving into an outlying area or mountain property, before you even call a real estate agent. And call your insurance agent and find out an estimate on what homeowners insurance is going to run up there. They're going to be shocked. Now, California does have a fair plan for insurance in case you can't get insurance, but it's very expensive. Okay, so our board operator yeah. is an insurance agent. Bobby, nice, did Bobby. you roll your eyes when I said quadruple? It's light, huh? <laughs> like, okay. I've seen quotes six to $10,000 for mountain properties a yeah. year for insurance. All right, he's behind the glass. He's not going to answer. He's a, the great Oz today. <laughs> All right. But um, so being local is so important. Um, how can we be of value to a buyer? Well, that's even better. Okay, so now as a local agent, you're going to know exactly what's going on in the market. Prime example, open houses, how much traffic's going through. You're going to be communicating. Hopefully our local agents are coming to our local association meetings on um, Tuesdays. And agents, if you're listening, you haven't been to a while, I want to invite you to come back to the meeting. There's a lot of great information that you need um, that will help you uh, with your clients. So buyers, the agent's going to go out there. We're going to show you the homes. We're going to walk you through it. We're going to explain to you the market, what the pricing, the amenities, and then we're going to guide you through the process. We're also going to be in communication with the other agents to find out what's going on with the current home. What is the seller looking for? Do they need a rent back? Do they want to stay? So that's all the big thing in real estate is communication. That's what the uh, professional buyer's agent is going to do for their buyer is make sure that they get that that type of service. How about the uh, networking too? For example, um, if you're not local, the listing agent's not going to know the buyer's agent. Correct. And how does knowing the other agent help? Oh, it's huge. Prime example, you and I have done deals in the past together. Mm-hmm. We see each other often at the MLS meetings and, and out. So I know if I have a deal with Don, it's it's we're it's, it's a deal. We can get to work it out. If I have a deal with somebody from San Jose or Riverside and they're a listing agent, um, nine times out of 10, they didn't list it in the local MLS. I had to Google the address when a client buyer told, hey, Rip, I found this house. I Googled it, it's not in the MLS. I'm like, okay, I gotta Google that. Okay, it's in another MLS. So I'm not going to know this person. If something happens, it's going to be a lot harder to protect the buyer and take care of them if I don't know the other person. Yeah. And yes, this does happen in the realtor community where sometimes somebody checks out. Yep. But you also, like in our case, you're going to know, okay, Don's not checking out. Yeah. In fact, he'll be calling me before I call him. Correct. Well, the other thing is also, no, if, if something happens, I'm actually texting you, Don, are you all right? <laughs> or the next thing I know, I know the brokers, you know, I'm, or I'm calling the manager. Hey, Don, like if I try to call an out-of-town manager or broker, you know, sometimes we get a call back, but it's slim sometimes. Like, you know, it could be days. Like if I called um, your broker, he, he would probably call me back in an hour. Mm-hmm. Or if I called another broker, you know, like Brandon, um, at Iron Key, he definitely calls me back right away. So if, if there's an issue, and most, you're right, most times it's something, we'll make sure the other agent's okay. You're making me feel bad, Rip. They, they don't call me back for hours. Uh. All right, with that, we are going to our first commercial break. Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. It's the 
Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, along with Rip Havdi of Real Brokers. Rip has been in the local market for 20 years. 20. That's I was just going to guess that. And um, all right. So I think you have a good pulse and you've been active too, as Correct. not only as an agent, manager, but a manager. Correct. So, and when you're a manager, oh my gosh, you, you do see a lot of transactions. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's 80, why I got 80, out of management. 82 agents and 350 million in sales. Okay. So yeah, when I was uh, in the earlier part of my career, I managed, but you know, then I realized when you're getting phone calls late on Saturday night saying, help, what do I do? It's like, so what I'm telling, if any agents are listening, respect your manager, please. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and this is from two ex managers. -managers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. What are we hearing in in the real estate market right now? Um, the buzz, the current buzz. The, what's what's the current buzz? Real estate buzz, current real estate buzz, housing shift, uh, housing bust, um, crash, boom. Those are the the terms that you you hear a lot of. I wonder what those people are trying to sell. Yeah, <laughs> or that that's the the main question I get is, uh, well, I'm going to wait because the market's going to crash. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good question, but uh, let's, let's base it on the right answer here. So. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, to discuss this further, we do have some stats. Correct. Uh, uh, and we approached it in different ways to find out, is that really true? Correct. It, and you know what? It may be true in New Jersey, but let, let's look at Fresno. Fresno, yeah. yeah. In fact, I ran my stats on Fresno County. Okay, uh, I do mine different, so this would be a good... Uh, all right, well, how do you do it? Okay, I've been doing mine since I got into the industry. I do Fresno City, Clovis, City of Clovis, single family, and PUDs. Mm-hmm. That's the same search I've done from day one, so I didn't manipulate it. Okay. So I've always done that same search. Well, you and I are the same in that I've always done it the same way from day one, but you and I do it different. Yeah, <laughs> I did hyper-local. Yeah, hyper-local. Okay. Um, and why this is important. Uh, just like when I started the show off and I said this is America's most entertaining, informative, long-running local ra- radio, show. radio show. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you put enough adjectives in there, enough disqualifiers, you too can be number, number one. one. <laughs> <laughs> or you can make the story any way you want. Correct. My favorite one that I've heard in the last month is I get a text message and a screenshot from a client who said, is this true? And it said that um, foreclosures are up 171% in the first quarter of this year from the first quarter of last year. And my response was simple. That's not a, a fair comparison because in the first quarter of 2021, there was a foreclosure moratorium. You couldn't do them. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to be higher. But, um, you know, so they went from one to two. Yeah, from <laughs> one to two. Yeah. Because foreclo- uh, the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say, right. is foreclosures this year are historically low. Historically low. And locally, there was zero. REOs on the market. Yeah. Active, none. 
Well, okay, but see, that's where our stats are different. My, yeah, I, I ran local. Fresno County, yeah. and there was one. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, that, but that makes the point, right? That you could get a different number, a d- yeah. different story, just by running the stats different. So, I think as you and I explain everything today, let yeah. let's talk about that. Well, I know one stat I'm gonna look in, look into um, in the future is going to be the notice of defaults to see if those start increasing. Because I remember in 2008 to 2012, those exploded mm-hmm. as the market tumbled. But So I'll keep an eye on that, see if that's an outlier that we can keep an eye on. Boy, but how would something go into foreclosure now? Because people have equity. Correct. That would be sad if somebody actually would foreclose on a home with equity. So mm-hmm. the consumer, the best thing they could do is if you are in financial trouble would be to consult a realtor. A local realtor because they can probably find a situation to help you out yeah so a foreclosure should only happen if you're down to zero options correct that's the last result yeah right i mean if you have the option of selling I, in fact i had a client this is 10 years ago when there were a lot of foreclosures mm-hmm. but they have they had owned the property a long time they were asking three hundred thousand for it this is um down in Los Angeles, and uh, they were asking three hundred thousand on it. They were in foreclosure and getting close to the deadline, but they only owed one hundred twenty thousand oh, and maybe another twenty thousand in past yeah. debt. Yeah, I go. Why don't you lower the price from three hundred to two hundred? Make it sell today. Yep. And 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 finish it. Oh, yeah. but it's worth three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where. That's why you got to have the advice of your, your your real estate agent, your local real estate agent, to help you guide you through that. It's a very emotional time. I understand that, and I think that's part of what happened to the millennials too. Don is a lot of those kids went through the bust, mm. and oh, they saw what happened point. to the mom and dad and, and and the house, and a lot of them had to file bankruptcy, foreclosure, divorce. So a lot of these millennials saw this and probably said, "I'm not doing that." That's my opinion. All right, so. We're hearing all this stuff. Uh, Correct. And, and by the way, that that the company that put out those um, uh, that stat about a hundred seventy one percent increase, they were selling subscriptions to their <laughs> their, 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 their data processing plan. Yeah, yeah, that figures. All right. So anyway, here let me give you a Fresno County okay. statistic, and I'm comparing May of 2022 to May of 2021. Okay, maybe we can make a big story out of this. Sales were down 9%. So they were 809 in 2021. Now it's 733. Is that much of a story? Nope. Why not? <laughs> it's, 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 it's nothing. So, yeah, I, I'm going to agree. I mean, it, uh, if you're traveling on the road and you're, speed doesn't fluctuate by nine percent yeah um that's because that's because you're stopped <laughs> but at the same time in comparing the median sales price it went up so maybe you could say sales went down nine percent but um the median price went from three hundred and fifty five thousand to four hundred and ten thousand for the month of may right um could that be a reason for the nine percent drop? Maybe the, the, the there's still the inventory is still the big number. Ah, 
Okay. That's the, the number that everybody wants to look at for Fresno County, local area, Fresno, wherever you're at in California, basically, is inventory. So inventory is still at a historically low. Now, it is increasing, but not. We're still, uh, on my numbers, there's 578 homes active on the market this morning in Fresno and Clovis, um, which is... When the market crashed, just perspective, Don, when the market crashed, it got down to 228 homes in 2011 <laughs> before it started coming back. Uh -huh. So that was, it's, it's with 300. Now, we do see a lot of new builds in Fresno and Clovis and Madera, but in comparison, they're starting to, we're starting to see some nationwide shifting on new homes slowing down. So as far as like what I've got on the big numbers for Fresno and Clovis active, um, last month, the listings were up 27.6%. Um, solds were down 12%, and the pendings were up 7%. And you have your medium price. I go off the medium active and the medium, or I'm sorry, medium, hold on. Average, I'm, I do the average active price, 566. Now that's down from 569 last month. So that's a little bit, but that, nothing. So how can the active median price be so much higher than the active median sold exactly price. it is are people dropping over a hundred grand no it's just the medium it's just the mediums the, the, the difference between the, the lowest and the highest price that's yeah. it so i guess what that means is the million dollar plus homes correct uh are affecting that that they median really um then you have the sold price 448 last month this month's 459 so the prices of the homes are still going up and inventory is going up. So it's still, it's, it's a great market. And the low inventory, we did see some high spikes in interest rates that, you know, kind of shook a lot of people up and we lost, you know, probably a few folks out of the market because they can no longer afford what they want. We saw some big numbers on that last year on the amount of people that could afford a home, about 70, 75% of the folks that, could not buy the home they wanted today because of the rise in interest rate. They'd have to buy down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where people are going to have to make a, a, a choice. Do, do I continue to rent where rent Rents, goes up? Yeah. Or do I buy, buy something and get started? And I remember back in the old days, a couple of years ago, where people would actually buy a home, the starter home. Correct. And then they would move up. Yes. With when interest rates went so low, it was possible for a first-time home buyer to get into the dream home. Yeah, or close or, to it. Yeah, on their first step. Yeah. And they'll never have to move. Yeah. Um, so maybe adjusting thinking might Yeah, I agree. No, it be was important. But then also taking into consideration, you know, the, the past market we've had, we had to, for the for, uh, during the foreclosures, we had corporations come in and buy up a lot of houses or investors, large investors come in and buy a lot of houses and they're never going to go on the, on the back on the market. We lost probably, you know, thousands of homes in the Fresno market um, just due to that, that one event alone. So here's a couple of interesting stats that tell me that things really haven't changed yeah. that much. So in comparing May of 21 to May of 22, uh, 92% in, in this year, 92% of the listings sold in the first 30 days at 102.5% of yeah, asking price. That's correct. 
Now, let's compare that to May of 2021. Remember the numbers, 92%, right. 102.5. Right. How's this? 90% sold last year in the first 30 days at 102.7. So It's the same. Uh, yeah, virtually the same. Um, so that kind of goes against the, uh, the, the thing about there's a, a, a shift. Yeah, misinformation or uh -huh. false news, fake news, misinformation. The one, the one I like is uh, in Fresno and Clovis, you have the average price at 566 and the um, average sold at 459. And they are coming together, closer together. So we know when the, those two numbers are coming closer together, um, buyer and seller are both getting what they want. Ah, I like that. Buyer and seller both getting what they want. And that's what I like about residential real estate. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win transaction. Correct. All right. With that, we are going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO. Looking back, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm proud of the house we built. It's stronger than sticks, stones, and steel. It's not a big place sitting up high. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio we have Mr. Rip Havdi of real brokers and uh, we have been discussing all the real estate talk out there right now there's all these uh, people who claim they know well there's Experts. just a lot of people talking <laughs> that oh there's a bus coming talking there's heads. a shift happening there's um, all this so once again and here's the biggest plague to real estate that I have seen in my my in entire career. career, and that is fear of what's coming. Yeah, I think that's true of everything, isn't it? Yeah, fear, fear mongers. Yeah, heck, just enjoy your home. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and I always tell the story of I bought a home at two hundred thousand many years ago. Um, it went down to 170 after a few years. It went up to 400,000 after a few years. And when I finally sold it, it sold for 330. So I did good. Yep. But you know what? It's not the numbers on that house. I remember that house because that's where the kids grew up. There you go. Yeah. Um, Sentimental. Can't put a price on that. Right. Yeah. And I, I gave the keys to the buyer got one block down the street and I had crying. to pull over because yep. I had to cry. Yep. I, I already missed it. Yep. I, 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 so it had nothing to do with the numbers. It had everything to do with the memories, the family reunions. Yeah. Uh, just. Uh, you can't even put a price on that, Don. No. No. But we're going to talk about some numbers anyway. Yep. <laughs> just because, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. And, and But I. Uh, as we talk about these numbers, put remember that whether it's a, a the bubble pops. Correct. L let's say it. You still got a home. Correct. You still have four walls and a roof. Yeah, and, and you're living in it. You're yeah. still using it. And if you got kids, your kids do better with you when you own a home. Yeah. Versus renting. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's what I hear. <clears throat> that's a true story. All right. So earlier, I gave some stats on Fresno County, May of 21 to May of 22. But now let's 
do the microeconomics. Okay. Ooh, you, you like that term? I like See, that. I remember something from Econ 101. <laughs> 101.1. Uh, okay. But anyway, I'm going to do April of 22 to May of 22. Okay. <clears throat> In April, there were 760 solds. Um, and in May, 733. So that went down 27 homes. Is that no. significant? No. Yeah. And it's still because there's no inventory. There's plenty of buyers and still low inventory. Yeah. Now, the inventory spiked, but when it's no inventory and it goes up 40%, it only went up 20 houses or 40 houses or 100. It's still, the inventory is so low that, it, and we have so many buyers, even though, a lot of buyers got priced out because of the interest rates. That's what's going to help Fresno County, um, our local market, whether anything that basically comes, we get hit with, whether it be a uh, financial hurricane, um, whatever these guys are talking about that folks are listening to. Um, I think in the Central Valley, we're fairly protected because we got hit really bad during um, the Great Recession. And Prices just started coming back a little bit about two, three years ago for most people. Uh, you can remember this. When we got hit hard, we were selling houses that the prices were back in the 60s. That's how bad we got beat up on some of the, in the local pockets. I'm thinking like over off of uh, Dakota and uh, was it Fowler area over there. Those houses, got the prices got pounded. Um, and I was, it was sad. You got there showing houses and selling houses for $30,000, $40,000. But... <clears throat> And we didn't have the interest rates. I mean, we had the interest rates, but they didn't have the loan programs today that they did back then. Yeah. Back then, as an overreaction to the recession, the lenders really tightened up. Yep. And, of course, what caused the recession was that they virtually had no regulations <laughs> no, yeah. on their loans. Yeah. And then they they went the other way. Yeah, the pendulum swung the other way. Yeah. And it was too difficult to get a loan. Yeah. So now I'd say lending-wise, it, it's pretty much back to normal. Pretty close. I don't, see, I don't hear a lot of people complaining about getting beat up by their lender or their underwriters. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> prices did go up, or excuse me, they dropped. So April, the median sale price was 415000 and then it dropped to four ten. Does that mean prices are going down? Nope. And, and why not? Because <laughs> that's the middle of the two, the lowest and the highest. So that's just what's on the market currently. Okay. So in other words, those numbers are so close yeah. that it, it's minute. It doesn't it's, matter. Okay. All right. You know, you would make a great economist. I yeah. like that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I like numbers. <laughs> no, I'm not really hip. You know why it doesn't matter? Because look at the days on the market, still really low. Inventory is still really low. Interest rates are still low. From what you and I remember, my first house was 12.5%. Um, you know, with a 55 now. And the lenders are trying to do things to help people get into, uh, get into homes. So, you know, it's still working. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. And I like what you're saying. It, it's still, there's really any fluctuation, minute as it is, yeah. or doesn't matter as it is. It's the biggest factor out there is the lack of inventory. Correct. Um, I'll give you a good example. You go to the grocery store, want to buy a loaf of bread. I'll bet you that their sale, the sale of bread is down, but
but it's not because of demand. It's because the shelf. shelf is empty. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of that. So like, like folks, when they go to the grocery store and they can't find their chicken breast or whatever the bread or what they're looking for, same thing when you go shopping for a house. Low inventory, it drives the price up. Same thing with the gas pump. Low inventory drives the price up. So it's the same uh, economical factor on each one of those um, products that we look at each day. Mm-hmm. So, and then I like to say that, yeah, thankfully, the market has slowed down. Instead yes, of, I agree. Instead of the seller getting 10 offers, now yeah. they're only getting three yeah, or some, four. Yeah, some are less. I'm seeing one and two now on, on that. We are still seeing a lot of uh, showings, which is what I like to see. I did an open house last weekend um, in Clovis. Uh, price was listed for 439000 So we had a total of 39 groups of people come through. 39 groups. 39 groups. Not just people, 39 groups that came through the two days. Um, so that was a lot of traffic. Now, we did get one offer, and we're still working the offer. We haven't come to a meeting of the minds yet. Um, and we're doing another open house this Sunday. So I'm seeing the um, traffic is still huge. And you know, you did get neighbors that come in, hey, my sister or my mom's thinking about looking for a house, and we want them to get close by. So part of the thing with the millennials, we have the millennials buying a home, but also they're looking for homes for their parents that may want to get closer to. So in case when we get older, we need help. Mm-hmm. So that 439000 price range, that's right in the wheelhouse. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. What about the upper price range? Upper prices, we had uh, two open houses last weekend with brokers. One had a uh, million plus, million four, million one, and they had open houses. They had one person come through each one of them. Okay, so that market's a little slower. Yeah. Let's go the other way. How about under 300000 uh, Did you do an open house? <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. you, probably, you probably had it sold before it even hit the, you know, before you could do an open house. Also, it depends on how the real estate agent uh, markets that person's property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get into that um, okay. after this next commercial break. Hey, we're flying right through this today, so yeah. uh, maybe we're making these numbers very interesting. I hope so. All right. Uh, stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, along with Rip Hovde of Real Brokers here in the studio. And we've been discussing the market and um, addressing a lot of the talk that's out there, that fear of the unknown that's being thrown out there. And I'm going to even say sometimes because they have a motive. They want to sell a subscription to their, their data platform. They want more clicks on their website. Yeah. There you go. More clicks. Um, okay. I, I, I gave you uh, May to May uh, from 21 to 22. I gave you April to, to May of 2022 stats. Now I'm going to give you Fresno County solds from Jan, for, um, January through May of 2022 versus 2021. Okay. Um, all right. In 2021, there were 3,800 souls. In um, this year, 3,650. So, yeah, it's the trend. All three of them are slightly down. Yep. So, is 
I, I, I'm going to just analyze it like this. Yeah, we slowed down. We've gone from 100 miles an hour down to 80 miles an hour. Correct. 80 is still fast. Correct. So, and we don't, uh, nobody wants a real estate market that's increasing 15 to 17% a year for the past three years. That can't, that can't sustain. Yeah. And then that would just lead us to another bust. I mean, a big one if it keeps accelerating. So we want the gas pedal lifted up a little bit. The number I had was 0.04% down. Uh, in, so not an increase, but a decrease of 0.04%. So what do I keep saying? Big deal. Who cares? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. No, That's what you've been yeah, saying. it doesn't matter. So it's like, uh, you know, folks listening, it's like, what do we want to encourage you with today is if you're going to sell your house, get it on the market. Um, now's the time to sell. Um, make sure you have it cleaned up, fresh coat of paint, make sure it's uh, appealing, uh, curb appeal buyers get out there. Um, you can get a deal. A lot of, a lot of people quit. So get out there before the rest of them uh, pick back up and start looking and you'll be able to find the house that you're looking for. It may take a little bit more um, patience on your part and the realtor's part to keep looking. You may have to write a whole lot of offers, but you'll get your house if you're patient. So that's a great question. How does a buyer write a lot of offers? How do you fall in love with so many different homes and not just get discouraged? Oh, well, I plan on getting discouraged. Okay, it's, it's a tough market. It's hand-to-hand -hand combat out there. Um, we all get beat up. The agents get beat up. The sellers get beat up. The buyers are getting beat up emotionally. So with that being said, you ha and that's where the real estate agents, a professional real estate agent, is going to come and encourage you and let you know how this is going to go. Um, are we going to have to write 10 offers, 5 offers, 50 offers? I mean, it's just the expectations, you know, realistic expectations on how the process goes. So with a professional full-time real estate agent, you're definitely going to be um, in good hands. It'll help you guide you through that process. You're making me laugh when you say agents get beat up too. Um, not too long ago, I had an appraisal. I was on the buyer side of a mm -hmm. transaction and appraisal comes in really low on what I thought was a really hot deal for the buyer. Yeah. And the appraisal comes in really low. Now I think, one of the things I consider realtors to be is the calming influence Correct. in a transaction. So I always try to stay calm. But when I was on my own, I was fuming. Yeah. I was, this is part of getting beat up. I'm thinking that appraiser, he's ripping the American dream away from these people. <laughs> and, and I was upset, Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't let it show. No, yeah, that's, it's, you know, we have to be professional in, in, in all industries. They have that situations come up. But so for buyers, interest rates go up and that's where they have to have the communication on your team between the agent, the buyer and the lender. And it, maybe even the uh, listing agent comes together and say, okay, hey, we're close. Uh, we may need this, the buyer may need that, seller wants this. And that's where it comes back to local knowledge of the market. If the agents know each other, it's easier to have that communication with the other agent. Hey, what, you know, instead of just a text message or email, I can actually call Don and say, Don, this is what my buyers got. I know you got a seller. What do they need? And then we go back and negotiate. Yeah. And here's what I love about negotiating in residential real estate. We're trying to find the common ground. Correct. You're saying, what does your seller need? Yep. You know, maybe it's important to them that they get an extra 15 days Correct. after close of escrow to move because they're closing on another one. Yeah. Um, 
and that's where we can find the common ground and make it a win-win transaction. That's our goal. Yeah, yeah. And then we walk away thinking, you know, Rip was okay to work with on this. <laughs> I got lucky on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what sellers, I, I think one of the bigger issues that has come up in this market is that some sellers have bad expectations. Unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah. But don't you, doesn't a seller still have to price it right? Correct. Or they could actually, we, we saw this, Don, um, in the, you know, the, the bust last time. The sellers chase the market down. And that's the verbiage I'm using right now. I says you don't want to chase the market down. So you want to price the house right right now. So if we do see a little decline, you don't want to be the one chasing that market, the, the market down on the, the sales price. So that's where the agent has to stand firm and just say, this is the price that the house is going to sell. Now, I know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is what you're looking for. I don't, I'm not your competition. I'm just your advisor. You hired me to advise you on, the, on your home and your home sale and the price. So that's what we're doing. It's unrealistic for you to want $150,000 over what it's going to comp for or even 50,000, or you want this and you want that. That's where the agent has to come in and be the, the calming source in that storm at the moment right there. So explain a little more to me about chasing the market down. How, sure. What do you mean? Okay, so let's say you have a seller that, um, let's use the listing I have for 439,000. If he would have priced that at 450, and now he leaves it on the market for more than 17 days and we have no offers. Now he has to do a price reduction. He's already lost the first group of buyers because they've already bought something else that were serious. Now we have a price that's four from 450 to four, say 440. Now it's on another 15 days. Now it's 435. Now he didn't sell again. So now he's chasing, he's, he's losing um, equity or the sales price, but he's also making mortgage payments most likely. So he's still pricing this house, paying in the house where he would have priced right he wouldn't be making his mortgage payments anymore. He would have sold it and been moved on. I got it. So what you're saying is if you price it too high, yep. then you will, will have to chase, chase it the down. market down. Yep. And it probably would go lower than what it would have had it been priced Correct. properly in the beginning. Well, and my strategy and your strategy as well is if with the sellers, we want to let them know what the current value is of the home. And you have to see the home to get the current value because there's so many um, factors in pricing a home. Three bedroom, four bedroom, den, fireplace, pool, roof, solar. I mean, what are the amenities of the home? New appliances, updated. So if we take that into consideration and when you do the right research for the seller and you price it, I personally like pricing just a little bit light. I'm trying to get my, you're hiring me to get you max dollar for your property. So by doing that, we price it a little bit light and you want multiple offers. Especially in this market, you should get multiple offers if you have the house priced right. All right, one last question as we wrap up our show. What do you want our listeners to remember most about today's discussion? Numbers. No, <laughs> no. so what? Okay, so basically when you're listening to the news, just remember where it's coming from. The talking heads are doom and gloom. Most of them are trying to get clicks on their website. If you have a question about the current real estate market you're in, call a local professional real estate agent and let them guide you through that process. Uh, today, you need to be informed and that's why you contact a professional agent to help you guide you through that process. 
Know what you can do, what you can't do. That's what you need to know about the process. That's why you hire a real estate agent. All right. Thank you very much, Rip, for uh, helping out on the show today. And uh, thank you to all our listeners for tuning in every Saturday. We really appreciate you. Wouldn't be here without you. That's right. And we will be back again next Saturday. So uh, tune in to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO.